For more stories like these, go to www.social-tv.co.za. Subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on our social mediums. To talk about the importance of empowering women in South Africa is meaningless when basic human rights to equality, human dignity, life and freedom and security of the person are being violently transgressed every day. This is the view of Deepa Vallab, head of Africa, M&A and co-head of corporate and commercial law at CMS South Africa. We unpack the role of the business community in fighting violence against women. That's our social newscast with me, Sam Marshall, brought to you by www.social-tv.co.za. Okay, Deepa, thank you very much for your time. Love the headline, silence is no longer an option. What inspired that headline? Why was that so important to, to get out to, not only to media, but to people in general to say that silence is no longer an option? Because I think that the issue around uh, gender-based violence has been, um, you know, it, it's not a new story. It's something that's been in our history for many, many, many years. However, it has escalated in the recent years. And to the extent where some of, some of the things that we're seeing in the media and, and just, you know, uh, in terms of reporting is actually quite horrific. Um, and the reason why we say silence is no longer an option is because I think this issue has reached such a critical uh, point that we can't sit and debate and talk shop it and look for solutions by debating. Uh, we actually need a consolidated action from all fronts in order for us to be able to have even a some chance of tackling what what I think now is a dire uh, epidemic almost in our country. The president, again, in his announcement when we moved from level two to level one, talked about gender-based violence. We know that about two, three, four months ago, he had a five-point plan that speaks to gender-based violence, and yet it's all for naught. It seems as if it's falling on deaf ears. What's the president and his cohort getting wrong? Well, I think that it's it partly, you know, the political engine moving slowly. So post the five-point plan uh, that the president, you know, announced, uh, there has been uh, amendments to fee bills that have been introduced into, into Parliament for consideration. The amendments itself uh, have quite wide-sweeping changes that is intended to fill some of the gaps that are in our current legislation. However, if you understand what the legislative process is like, is that once it's been submitted to Parliament, Parliament considers and then publishes it for public comment. Um, this hasn't been published for public comment yet. Um, once the public participation process is, is, is concluded, then those bills effectively become enacted. So the process in order to get bills you know, enacted does take, uh, uh, you know, at best a couple of months, sometimes at worst a few years. And so we really hope that given the urgency that the president has, um, you know, the, the president has uh, pressed on this, on this particular point, um, we're hoping that the legislative process is a shorter one, but we are still waiting to see those bills in the public space for comment. But you're clear. You're saying that... We can't talk women empowerment. We can't even begin to talk about it. It's meaningless if the basic human rights to equality, human dignity, 
life and freedom and security of the person that's being transgressed every day if that's not checked and if that is not Im- the most important issue on the list. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, it's a fundamental threat to our democracy. Um, you know, abuse of women's rights are actually abuse of human rights. And until we actually take this, you know, seriously and until we have stricter enforcement uh, for perpetrators, um, you know, unfortunately, this eradication and erosion of women's rights is a real problem and is a real problem in the fabric of our democracy. Deepa, you're well known for being a champion for women's rights. And we know that there are many players. Are you happy with the quality of the conversations? Is there enough conversation happening between business and law? Are you finding that the right people are in the room having the right kind of discussions? You've already talked about the slow movement of enacting laws and this movement that need to police them. Well, I believe that there is definitely a momentum and a progression towards having the right conversations and to having enough of the conversations. And recently we were um, partnering with MultiChoice on a massive GBV conference that had participants like UNICEF, uh, participants um, like uh, Viacom, uh, the UN, uh, you know, IWF, all engaging and being part of the conversation. So we're starting to see, or at least, you know, we, we are, are seeing these, these voices being uh, drummed louder and louder and louder. And hopefully with this, you know, it, it's probably, as I said, you know, talk is not enough, but hopefully with these conversations that are coming to the fore, the number of seminars that we're seeing, the number of activist groups that are active, um, we're going to see some real action being taken, not just in the public space, but also in our private organizations. Deepa, you use the word hopefully, which leaves me with no hope. Um, <laughs> I've got to be honest. You were also in that conversation with MultiChoice, which is a massive media player, not only in South Africa, on the continent globally. Viacom, exactly the same. For me, it's a bit scary that you're not seeing straight after that conversation some kind of policy, some kind of let's get deeper back. Let's look at what we are currently churning out because we know media has got a massive influence in how we deal with these issues. So I'm a little bit worried about the word hopefully. Well, I don't think it's fair to say we have it. In fact, since the conference, there's been a number of initiatives and conversations that have been ongoing. And... um, so when I say hopefully have the impact, I'm really I'm really looking more not just at the effort that it's taking to bring this, but at the results that we will see as a result of this. And that, you know, unfortunately does take some time to see whether the efforts are actually materializing. So there has been uh, conversations since the, the conference and there has been initiatives that are being put in place. So I, I mean, to say that, you know, nothing being happening wouldn't be a fair statement. But you've asked some tough questions. And some of the questions you've said we need to ask is, what is your business practices? And what in your business practices creates a platform for gender-based violence to continue? Do you have discriminating hiring practices and promotional practices? Do you deal with sexual harassment in ways that violent women even further? And there's a host of questions that you're asking. If you're asking this question and you're a champion for women's rights, it means that it hasn't been answered adequately. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think that um, if you're looking at the corporate space, there is, you know, there are, we would need to look at each and every corporate and that's an appeal. And those questions are an appeal for corporates to start looking 
at those issues within their own organization and starting to address them. Um, I think there are a number of corporates that have really fancy policies and have written it down to the law, uh, but the, the real test is in the implementation. The real question is whether the corporate looking within their own cultural background and within their own cultural setting to see whether or not those policies are actually coming to life, to see whether or not their practices that, you know, are in accordance with those policies. So it is one thing to, to have all the policies and all big corporates have a compliance department and I'm sure you'll find a policy in some draw. Um, but this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about re-looking at that and seeing whether your environment actively uh, actually supports that. And if not, what is, what is going wrong and how are you actually addressing it?